when when getting ready. I, I trust the IMDB open, so we're good to go. Oh, good, because I left my phone downstairs, so I'm trusting you for all the useful information. Alright. You ready? I'm ready. Were we ever ready for this? I mean... And, well, look at this, we're back. We've somehow managed in all this... COVID-19 lockdown, we're all going to die-ness of it all, uh, to hook up with, oh, what's his name? Oh, hang on, uh, short chap, bearded, plays a guitar, German. I met him once. What was his name? What was your name again? Not the time to freeze. Uh, have you gone completely? There we go. Oh, he's just woken up. Um, yes, welcome back to, welcome back to Lobbycast. Um, it's been a while because someone moved to Scotland and we're lazy. And we suddenly worked out that there is technology. We could actually talk to each other. And so after much debate about what film we should choose, I made the stupid error, and it's entirely my fault. I'm so, so sorry, of saying, tell you what, mate, you choose. So one browse of Netflix later, <laughs> The Baz comes up. With, to be fair, a film I had wanted to watch for a while. I had looked forward to it called mid 90s and i think it's only fair to welcome the baz and you can explain what the film was about sir so uh welcome back everybody by the way um the thing i want to say about this so so my view i wanted to see that film when it came out in the cinemas i think it was very well reviewed i think it's a bit of an arty film would you say yeah that's a word it's a, yep it's an a24 production which always tells you something uh, but it does have quite a sort of, I don't want to say star-studded cast, but you definitely recognize Catherine Waterston uh, plays the mum, Lucas Hedges plays the brother, and then I think in his first role ever, it's, I, I'm going to butcher his name, is it Sunny Sojik? Yeah, let's go with that, it's good enough for me. And, but what, you know, the thing that absolutely massively impressed me, and, and I'm going to say right away, I, I, I love this film a bit, um, uh, was that it was written and directed by Jonah Hill. Yeah. And this is Jonah Hill of Superbad, Scandal yep. of the Wolf of Wall Street. Jonah Hill, of, of my all-time favorite film, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, uh, in which he plays a hilarious character. <laughs> You're just rolling your eyes and grin. Sarah's sitting in the background, like, banging her head against the wall. Well, credibility <laughs> just disappearing out the window at this point. <laughs> yeah, credibility? <laughs> well, we didn't, but we have got even less now. massively bullied by his older brother. You don't really see much about the rest of his life. It doesn't look like he has many friends. You don't see anything about school or anything, but his home life definitely is under strain. I think the mum was a series of uh, lovers. Maybe she's a prostitute. We're not entirely sure. It's just a little, uh, all, all a bit dodgy. Yep. Um, his home life isn't okay. He sort of um, wanders through the streets uh, and sees this, this gang of I say gang, this little group of young adults, and they're probably about, what, like 15 to 17, I'd say? Yeah. Uh, and they skateboard. Uh, obviously, the film is called Mid-90s because it, it, it takes place in the mid-90s, and I remember an interview with Jonah Hill where he spoke of the sort of, not necessarily that this is his story or that it's autobiographic, but it's the feeling of the time that when, when he grew up. Um, and, of course, it is a coming-of-age story, and I'm an absolute sucker for coming-of-age stories. So, uh, you are. That's, 
that's a, that's a given that I would have loved this one. And anyway, he's, he finds belonging in this particular group. They are superfood, they take drugs, they smoke, they drink. Uh, and let's not forget this child is 12 or 13. That was a key point, I felt. So at a certain point in the film, my brain is going, he's 13 yeah, years old. exactly what point that is as well. Yeah. Was it at a party by any chance? It might have been, yeah, around then. home life i think there is a scene in which the mother um sort of says we used to talk we used to do all these things but we never really see that you don't really see any of the three that are at home having a relationship other than sort of a violent bullying relationship between his older brothers he did mm. have the older brother by elizabeth and, and himself um but i thought uh, interesting choice of four by three screenplays here as yep. well i think again reminds you of home videos uh, there's a character in it called fourth grade i think uh, who constantly videotapes on like one of those old sony camcorders that i remember very well you um, would wouldn't you yeah yeah because i'm old like you um but to, to be fair in east germany we didn't have camcorders <laughs> <laughs> well the government uh, did oh yeah they haven't uh, allegedly um, <laughs> Home grading, the lighting. I, I just thought it was as, as a first time writer director film. I thought it was an, an absolute uh, joy to behold. I thought the story was very simple without being simplistic. Uh, I thought the, uh, the the character arts, the characters were be believable. I think there were lots of interesting side stories between the, the two sort of main people in the in the little gang as well that used to be friends and then obviously. Um, fell out and drifted apart one person I, I also thought from a, from a um uh from a from a race politics point of view i think it was a very well structured film with the sort of responsible mm. go-getter was actually a, a, a black character there's an interesting line where the little kid where, where sort of all the other characters are asking this black character lots of questions uh, that they've always wanted to ask black people sort of thing and the little kid just goes what's a black person i just thought that that's there were lots of scenes in it and um, that for me were, were very powerful uh, and it, i think it was uh, very well told from a child's perspective a child that's probably suddenly been thrown in a world that is no longer a children's world like mm. the whole film at the same time stayed innocent and it didn't it, it didn't ever feel other than the scenes with the brother, I think it never felt threatened. It never felt like it was a bad. If you think of this as a film that is a memory of a, of a youth, it never felt as a as a bad memory. Even though there were very dramatic scenes with with him and the, the mother in the car, where they basically scream with one another. Yeah. Uh, yeah, very very powerful film. But you are, I can see you. You are absolutely egging Tell Tell Me All Four. Away, so, so please take over. Well, well my, my first immediate thought was we've already had a brief sort of catch up as to our thoughts on this, and the fact that you kept talking. Yeah, all you I'd call that a brief catch up, it's fine. Um, and then the fact you just have been talking for the last 20 minutes because you didn't want me to get a word in for fear of possibly bursting your bubble. Um, I mean, first up, I will agree with you 100% that as a first-time writer-director film with Jonah Hill, 
I thought it looked fantastic. It captured the time and the period. Um, I think one of the problems I have with it is that I was never that kid. If you know what I mean. Well, no, no, no. But I... My lefty, liberal, woke-leanings kick in when certain words are bandied around quite a lot. And that makes me feel... I have to remember to not feel quite as awkward. Um, and my my memory of the 90s is not his memory of the 90s. Especially musically. Uh, apart from... No, 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 but that, but this is what I'm saying. I, 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 and this isn't the first film I've had this problem with. There is a certain portrayal of adolescent life in America that I struggle with because it's just totally not something I'm familiar with, aware of. It's can't I struggle to relate to a little bit. Because at the end of the day, I'll you know I'm just a little little shy white kid who just didn't have any friends. So when people go around in groups, I don't understand why you would, because you could be at home playing with your Lego, and you know what's this skateboard thing? It's outside in the fresh air. You don't want to be doing that. Go back indoors and read a book. Um, so that's kind of the, I struggle a little bit with that. And I'll, before I say the next thing, I'm going to say. That I liked the fact that Jonah Hill knew where this was going. It's clear from the off that he knew where the end point was. So this isn't just some meandering chuckle stuff. In he knew what story he was telling, and it's structured and it's focused and it goes where it wants to go. I just wish it got there a little bit quicker. I don't mind a slow-paced movie, but when it's slow to the point of I'm getting dust on my slippers, I kind of would just, just pick it up a little bit, Jonah. You know, I just... The thought, the first thing I said when, when the film stopped was I, I turned to the, the person who wasn't in the room at the time because she was working, and I just said that was the longest public service announcement I've ever watched. The story that you just told, saying that he was a shy, shy little white kid that didn't have any friends. That's, that's the story that that film told. It told the story of a shy little white kid that didn't have any friends, and he then found into a world that was alien to that person as well. He wasn't a skateboarder. He was never interested in skateboarding. He was interested in finding a group of friends, and they happened to be skateboarders. If they happened to be graffiti artists, he would have become a graffiti artist. Yeah, yeah. No, I can see that. I can see that, and I understand that. Um, I think there are things in it I like. That there's not a bad performance in it. It's shot brilliantly. It does have some seriously good dramatic moments. When the skateboard jump happens, that's captured yeah. very well. And yeah. towards the end, let's shape it gently that way, I did leap out of my chair. I was made to jump. That happens really, yeah, really... Yeah. 
Like, yeah. He knew, he knew how that feud was going to end. Yeah. And yet he still, when he goes, yeah, well, I wasn't going to say. Yeah, exactly that. It, for me, it was, it was, it was no country for old men. You're waiting for it to happen. You know it's coming, and yet you still leap. Oh, absolutely, yeah. It's so over. So, uh, I think the I think the other. Are we are we trying to do the time thing again? Are we? Well, no. I was I was gonna do the um, I was gonna do the stand up performance thing. Oh, we're dropping. Oh, we're going to that. God, I see you. You know what you're doing with this thing. I've long forgotten. I just make it up as I go along now. Yeah, I've listened to all the all the speeches that Maggie Carson's done with Brandon. <laughs> just because I've listened to none of the rules. This is what happens when you decide to leave the country. I don't know. We, we, we're, just, we're just going to gonna let that one go, aren't we? We're just going to ignore the fact that you abandoned this project and just moved north and decided to go and have a better life with someone. No, no, I can't let it go. I'm still, I'm still hurt. Hurt, my friend. always a sign of a good actor is that um he can he can pull a performance where you don't go ah it's tom hanks again yeah it's tom hanks the same character everywhere and i, and I love tom hanks because he just watched toy story 4 the other day and my god what am i um but lucas hedges because he he didn't play the nerdy uh sort of redhead shy character he actually played the the bully wiggle older brother yeah uh, No, no, where have you gone? And that's not to take away his age and Tom Hagen, but absolutely stellar cast. Um, to be fair, I believe um, most of them weren't actually actors. Is that right? Because a few of them were actually sort of first-time actors. Or people that I, c- I can certainly that believe right? that. I can believe that to be the case, certainly. And as I said, there's I not... Also, and, and this is this is a rated 18 podcast. I also love that on IMDb, it says, Odin Kramit, fuck shit. <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, that was his name. That was his name. But there, there wasn't genuinely. I, I personally wouldn't pull out an individual performance as standout because I felt there was no dog in it. I felt it was. I think everyone did a blinding performance. I thought they were all really good. It needed a cat in there somewhere, but you can't have everything, you know. Um, <laughs> but equally, I, I would possibly put the mother up there as well. Because I thought... Yeah, Tina from Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, again, relatively unrecognisable. Yeah, but I, I thought it just was... Her performance was just beautifully measured enough that it just filled the gaps where needed. Yeah, and you, and you, you sort of believe that, you know, she speaks about this time when they used to have all these toys. Yeah. Where, where the older brother sort of once again beats the shit out of his little brother he's literally a child and he, I mean, he is a scrawny child and he gets li- literally hit, you know, hit with fists mm. in the face. Yeah, this is it. Uh, uh, I mean, and, and that scene is incredibly powerful when you go, anyway, go watch the film. Um, I forgot I, where I was going with this, I better you go, so I'm good, well done. Let you do how I'm, uh, so we've done, we've done, do we've done standout performance. Uh, would you recommend this film? Would you would you watch it again? Absolutely. I mean, I'm gonna buy it as soon as it comes out. It actually was on sale for like 
Oh, well, in that case, well, you can't go back and get it now, obviously, because we're all under lockdown. <laughs> That's true. Um, would I go and sit? No, I wouldn't. I, I, I'm glad I've seen it. I like that I've seen it, but it, it wouldn't be top of my list of things to go and watch again. Uh, which just brings us to how many skateboards out of five are we giving this? We'll, 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 we'll do it out of five out of tradition. Uh, how many skateboards out of five? I'm going to give that four skateboards. And, four. Uh, four? Four skateboards, one with one wheel missing. I'm giving it three three skateboards and a large bottle of lager. Well, I'm guessing beer because it's America and they don't do cider over there. Over here, it would be cider, but you know. But yeah, that 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 would be that would be my vec. I think yeah, I think I think three is a reasonable score. First time director, first time writer, untested, largely untested cast, and it didn't. I didn't hate it. Don't want to see it again, but I didn't hate it. <laughs> that should go on the poster. <laughs> It's been a pleasure as ever. That's not bad going. Remind me again who you work for. Um, we will do it again. <laughs> Only next time, I'm choosing. <laughs> <laughs>